Welcome to Insomnia Adventures in Sleep. Too many sleepless nights have got me thinking about, well, sleep. So in these podcasts, I'll adventure back through a lifetime of sleep. Here they are, 21 of them. One for each year of my sleeping life. A little life rounded by sleep. Twelve. Sleeping with the enemy. Mostly, it's just frustrating. Lying there. Troubling. Sorting. Planning. Not really thinking. Half-formed ideas lost in mazy, misty corridors that don't connect night with rest, with sleep. But sometimes those shots of adrenaline can be creative. You think you have space to stretch and grow in that empty world of uncluttered absence. There's something about the splendour and vastness of night where even the thoughts of others are absent. It's all yours. You kid yourself. The letter came on the Thursday. He eased back in his chair and pushed it across his neatly arranged desk. A smile of secret delight. They'll be here on Monday. There's a few areas they want to look at. Over to you now he said. I calculated the hours of Thursday night and Friday night and gave grateful thanks that they had allowed me all Saturday, all Sunday, 24 hours each to prepare for the inspection. I could timetable one hour of sleep each night. This simple plan would give me gained time. I smiled confidently, thanked him and walked back to my classroom. Eight more lessons of 30 students per lesson to be dealt with on autopilot as my mind plotted and planned a route to show the enemy that we were more than satisfactory. 11 o'clock that night I scratched like a rat in the wooden shed, an electric fan heater 
blowing warm air into the chilly night, surrounded by piles of paper, piles of forms, piles of files that snaked around the floor, schemes of work, termly reviews, personal reviews, action plans, appraisals, data, and data about data about data. All the evidence falling into order. We would blow them away with the organization of our organization. Everything would be ordered. We would be at least satisfactory. This job I had done for 20 years showered neatly into the subsections of forms. Students' learning was sliced and passed and quantified into infallible data. But as the moon winked kindly, I would need my allotted hour of sleep. A sleep that would be functional. Not an excellent sleep, or a good sleep, but a satisfactory sleep. And so I stumbled to the pile of blankets on the cobwebbed floor and set the timer. Like a dog, I curled up, and the sleep came instantly. Eyes shut sleep. This sleep would be a job of work, a brief shutdown whilst the factory was cleaned, a few bits of machinery maintained some squirts of oil from a rusty can. This sleep would be briefer than a shift, as short as a lunch break. I lay in the corner, forms, papers, folders, files and data, my nest. Now I see him, that younger man, blinded by adrenaline and angst, the noise of bureaucracy deafening him. He sleeps, but the lines of his face are wound tight. He is desperate, pathetic, following his own carefully constructed logic to madness. I want to ghost from the here and now across the years to then. I want to touch him gently 
on his forehead and smile a kindly smile of understanding as he stirs from his carefully controlled work sleep. I want to say it'll be all right. I want a gesture to the confusion of bits of paper and say this is all meaningless. Put away these foolish things. I've come to you, journeyed from the here and now to tell you this is all just the past and of no consequence. Get some rest. I want to scoop him up into my arms, kick open the door with my foot and glide across the dark, frosty garden to the house and lay him on the bed, carefully pulling the duvet around him. Don't worry, I'll say. I'll switch off the alarm. And you, you just sleep on. Mm -hmm.